Hello, beautiful people. Happy Friday. Today, the interview I'm bringing to you guys, my goodness, is with one of my dearest friends, Tamara Jenkinson. And she, in her life, she has gone through a lot of a lot of difficult times, um, had to make a lot of difficult decisions. So we talk a lot about making those difficult decisions, how she stayed true to who she is and gotten rid of situations that weren't serving her. She gives tips on how to do that, how to stay strong to who you are um, and what you want regardless of what other people think of what you're doing and what judgments they're making or what choices they would make if they were in your position, but staying true to what is right for you. We also talk a lot about living a life of faith and giving love to every single person you come into contact with. I just love this woman inside and out. She's an entrepreneur. She's a performer. She's a student. She's only flipping 21, but she's lived almost more of a life than I have. She's just amazing. This is Tamara Jenkinson. I yeah so my name's Tamara obviously I'm 21 years old entrepreneur of two businesses um um and I have the honor of working alongside Haley um I also study full-time business and creative industries I'm a born and bred Aussie like Haley I've been dancing and performing since I was an embryo and my mum so she's a dance teacher so I've been (laughs) dancing since you know I could be having a heartbeat um so that's a little bit about me and my story um, about myself. Um, I think later we'll be diving into a little bit more about my faith um, as well. And so, yeah, for those of you who don't know, I'm a Christian. And so that's like about that. Um, I have done some performing as well in the past Um and obviously, like, because of the current circumstances of the world, I haven't really yet. I have done, haven't done more yet, but I look forward to doing more. Yeah. I love that. That's about yes. me. Yes, I love that. And, yeah, the faith will definitely delve into more in a little bit because I feel like that really does fuel everything I do, which inspires me so, so much. Um, but I wanted to delve mm. a bit more into the performer side first because I feel like when we first met, was it last year? Yeah, it was last year. It, feels um, like it was actually, it's actually been a year now. Like, <coughs> only a year doesn't kind of represent how well our friendship has grown. Like, I feel like I've known you for years and years no. and years. That's absolutely crazy. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I feel like I didn't realise how much of a performer you were when we first met. Can you tell us a little bit about yeah. Disney and your experiences performing and working there? And how that all came about? Yeah. Around? Um, actually, fun fact, uh, it was my mum who got me to go to the audition, which really surprised me, actually, because I don't know, think of your dance teacher, right, how hard they are on you. Imagine that coming from your mum. <laughs> and so my whole life, she was always like really hard on me, mainly because she wanted me to grow, obviously. But I found it so difficult um, to deal with sometimes like in times it was like a bit difficult for me to understand that she actually thought I was good in an in inverted commas like good at what I did because how she spoke to me sometimes made me feel like I wasn't and so when she got like just like you should go for this I was like what um so yeah she's the reason why I went and I just gave it a go and yeah I got through the whole audition process but it was intense. Like the audition process is intense. Like if you, I would, I will happily say to the people in the UK as well, like you definitely have to have a thick skin to go into that audition. Um, that's probably what I would say about Disney just because um, 
especially at the end, they start like really analyzing your face and stuff um, because obviously you have to fit certain um, roles and characters. And so you have to have certain um, face shapes and certain like aspects of your look. So that's the reason why I, I would full disclosure warning for anyone who goes for it. But the actual job I loved, like actually doing the job, I really, really enjoyed. Um, just the impact on people, you could totally see it when they met that character, that they loved them. There was like people that lived in the UK that would come over like once a month at least. And they'd like, I would remember meeting them multiple times, like as my characters, which was crazy. So it was like a really, really cool experience to get. Um, but I did find it really, really difficult. As obviously being an Aussie, living in Paris, I didn't speak French. I also, um, the French culture is very, I don't know, I feel like you have a lot of different people on your platform, but the French culture is quite reserved, I would say. Like they don't really talk like ask how you are unless they know you like things like that whereas as an Aussie that's just what we do like it's just like hi how are you going like um my name is Tamara like what about you like tell me about your story um that's like normal whereas in France it's not and so I found that really difficult to adjust um as well as like not having family it's a, it was really difficult um for me but um yeah I only ended up staying for like three months just because um as much as like it was great I kind of um just found that the culture was very very hard for me to adapt to and I um I think that is run better now that America's taken over um but like at the time I had some like complications with how I was doing it I guess like um I just had some personal complications um with them but I've heard that they're really really good now um so yeah I got that contract out of nowhere it was my second audition ever outside of like practicing auditions um that I've ever done and so I got it off the bat um so I have like a 50 50 chance of getting roles now kind of like what's your <laughs> what's your job to auditions Tamara and I'll be like oh yeah it's 50 50 <laughs> <laughs> that is pretty darn good if you ask me oh my gosh <laughs> well two auditions I think it's important to kind of know that story that you've been through you know like we all all just desperately want the job whatever the job is but it's important to yeah. know that sometimes it's not going to be exactly how you envisioned it being and it's important something I really respect about you so much is that if you're in a situation or a mindset or something that isn't serving you and isn't working for you you are yeah. very very happy to remove yourself from that or make changes so that it does serve you which uh, I mm. suppose sounds simple when you say it like that but it's not my goodness that's something I've struggled with for so long but I mean I'm not sure mm. if it's difficult for you to do that kind of stuff but it just seems to come to you so naturally which I love yeah, I think that I um, have, I have no issue talking about this, but I've had like a pretty rough upbringing where I didn't really get a lot of choices. Um, and it was quite um, a really hard time in my life. So yeah, I went through a lot of a very traumatic household growing up. Um, so for me as an adult, I've always wanted to give myself 
the best I can. Um, and so that's something that I really encourage everyone to work on is actually being able to do that. It takes time. Um, doing something big like that, like giving up a job of the dream um, for other people. Like I actually had some family who really um, didn't, wasn't happy about um, my decision to come home um just because they are like a bit more into travel than I am and stuff like that not that I don't want to travel it's just more so that wasn't a desire for me um and yeah I I wouldn't have been able to last as long as I did without my faith to be honest um I really struggled to create really close friends which can happen in the performing industry um and I think that that should be talked about more um that some people aren't just very welcoming and open. Like there's a lot of, um, yeah, it's really actually hard for some people to make friends. Um, and some people, it's really hard to find people that are genuine as well in the industry sometimes. Um, but yeah, I'm very, very blessed for the opportunity and I really encourage everyone to do that in small doses as, as you go on. So like, even if it's just like, I don't know, like coffee, for example, like, and you notice that your body is probably not responding to having that much coffee every day. Maybe you should like reduce the amount of coffee you're having. Um, just like making small habits like that. I'm not asking you to like give up a contract um, because you don't think it'll serve you. It's like more so just like doing things that actually align with you and in your life and being comfortable with saying, no, this is not actually serving me. It's not actually filling me up. You're actually this, whatever it is, it could be a relationship. It could be a, um, like a job. It could be, that's something I've had to do recently as well is uh, like remove myself from a job because it was actually affecting my mental and physical health. And so um, I think that everyone kind of can do it in ways that aren't as dramatic as mine, but um, the amount of self um love you could say and grace that you have to have for yourself to be able to be like you know what this isn't serving me and I don't really care I care about those people but not before myself um and there's a point where like you kind of I push my limits though like I will kind of let them let it go for a while and basically bottle up and then I'm like when I'm done I'm done like I'm out um, and so I think knowing your limits and knowing who you are is like a lot of self-growth in that. Um, but yeah, really would encourage everyone to, yeah, do that more, like do it more. Like yeah. you have to live with yourself for the rest of your life, you know, and you have mm -hmm. to be comfortable with all the decisions you make. Um, and they should be serving you, not draining you. Mm. Yeah. Oh, wow. So many got literally every time this woman opens her mouth, I just was like <laughs> gold nuggets dropping from the sky. That was so good. I feel like the same as you though. Oh, thank you. I do want to delve in a little bit more in terms of, you know, with these things, like you say, leaving leaving a job that people, you know, they'll think you're really silly for doing that, or something as simple as having less coffee. Like, I feel like now, I'm not a coffee drinker. I don't drink coffee. I've never been able to. And I always oh, get... fizzle away, babe. <laughs> See what I mean? I always get really weird looks. And I get judged just a little bit for not being a coffee drinker. Um, so, you know, if you were someone that was wanting to 
reduce your intake of, co of coffee or leave an international job. Sometimes you get a bit of judgment from people. So do you have any kind of tips or mindset things that you helped that helped you with dealing with that? I think um, really kind of basically before you do it, write a list of why you're doing it or like write like a journal prompt thing. Why am I stepping myself away from this? Because, and have it strong, like, and you, yeah, you kind of, whenever you do anything, even if it's positive or negative, you're going to have people that'll be like a bit meh about it. So you kind of have to be really strong in yourself. Like you need to be firm and strong in what you are going to do. So writing a list and writing down the reasons why, how they make you feel, like go deep in depth. Like you don't have to show this to anyone. Um, so like just journal about it. Like why is this not serving me? I don't like this, 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 this. It makes me feel um, like I'm not worthy or whatever it is. If, if it's fueling as well negative, if it's fueling negative beliefs about yourself, then there's an issue. Um, and you really shouldn't be in an environment where that's happening. So you can say that. Just be like, I, when I do this, I feel like I'm not worthy or like I am this or it's reinstating this feeling that I have about myself um, and I don't like that. It could just be as simple as that. And I have like, I have no regret about what I did um, and I have no like I have no resentment or hate or anything to anyone or anything that happened in that because that was completely my decision. I love Paris and I want to go back. And um, yeah, like that's, that was just my personal experience. Um, I think that people who live closer and are in Europe or in the UK because they're closer to home, they might find it easier. Um, like that's just like, for an example, my extreme version, but that's probably what I'd say is journal about it. And you need to be securing yourself that this is the right decision. Um, and get a network of people around you who believe in you and will side your decision. So for me, that was my mom and my partner. They were my two solid foundation people who were like, if it's not serving you yet, yeah, I like, I'm with you. Um, I also spoke to other family members and stuff. Um, but, yeah, I had some really close family members, um, like very close family who weren't happy about my decision. And that was really hard to swallow um, because they were kind of like, what are you doing? Like, why would you do that? Um, one of them I didn't actually tell because I told the partner and I was like, oh, you'll tell them. And then they were like, you didn't even tell me and stuff like, Literally, those people who didn't agree with me, did like, saw me off but didn't pick me up from the airport. Like, that's how much they were, like, disappointed in my decision. Like, they didn't even pick me up from the airport. So, like, I think that just having grace on those people as well, like, just being like, yeah, this is your dream for me, not my dream for me. And so, yeah, I, that was a very long tangent of tips, but, <laughs> yeah. You just kind of need to be firm, journal about it, know the reasons why you're doing it and get a network of people who support your decision and really like lean on them for what you need. Yeah, 100%. And just remembering that they're not the people, like you said, they're not the people that are living this life. 
you are. Mm. But at the yeah. end of the day, you're the one that has to live with the choices. And if they would make different choices, that's fine, but it's your life. Yeah. And like, you kind of need to like, in five years time, if you're like, if you're going to be in the same position, even a year from now, are you going to be happy? Because if you're doing it for other people, you're going to not be happy about it. And so you really need to think about long term, like, look, this is like something, are you, am I going to suck it up and just like push out a year and see how it goes? Or it's like, is this year going to be like treacherous and I'm just going to not enjoy myself. I'm just going to miss my family, going to miss my home or like, I'm going to not, whatever the reason is, that was just personally for me, what my reason was. Um, I don't fit in here, etc. Um, like you kind of need to like evaluate that and honor yourself. Like you've got to live with yourself for the rest of your life. They don't have to live with you, do they? <laughs> no, <laughs> they're not gonna be on their deathbed at ninety, being like, "I am so mad that you didn't, that you came home, or like that you quit that job, or that you." didn't make friends with that person. Like, they're not going to do that. They're going to be like, thank you for being there for me while I'm dying. Like, <laughs> And so you've got to, like, live with yourself for the rest of your life. And so honour yourself. Mm. Honour yourself. Like, yeah, that's, like, the biggest self-love thing that you can do. And for me, it took so long for me to know what self-love was. Um, and that's it. On a basic level, it is removing yourself from situations that don't serve you and fueling situations that do serve you. Mm. I feel like I need that written on a cap or something. I need that on a cap. Remove situations that don't serve you, fuel situations that do. I love that. Yeah. And it's so simple. Mm. So simple. But it, it is so yeah. easy to get caught up with the cares of other people, the judgments of other people. Um, mm. Yeah, if anyone else out there is struggling with that, we get you, we feel you, but stay yeah. strong. And yeah, try what Tamara said, write down the list of why you want to do this thing. Not thinking about anyone mm. else, not thinking about what anybody else wants. Just be really mm. strong in that. Oh, I love that. Love that. Mm. Um, I wanted to change, change tack a little bit. Um, so I know I mentioned mm. that at, the, at the beginning, actually, um, that your faith, to me personally, it seems to really fuel everything you do, which inspires me so, so much. Um, and correct me if I'm wrong, I feel like you didn't always have the faith that you have now. Is that right? Um, so, yeah, I've actually only been Christian for about three years now. Mm. Um, before that, I, I like, never actually really – I went to, like, Sunday school as, ki as a kid, but it wasn't like – it was, like, a different religion altogether. So it wasn't like – it did use the Bible and stuff, but it was like a different, it's under the umbrella of Christianity still, but yeah, it was different. And that was only for like six months or something. And it was only because like, I wanted to go and make friends outside of school. Um, and so, yeah, I went to a state school. I don't know if you know what that is. I don't know what that, if that's the same thing in the UK, but it was basically not a religious school. It was just like a school that taught you what you needed to know and you're on your way. Um, and so, yeah, I didn't really get the learning um, from anyone. Um, I'm very blessed that my mom and my dad, they were Catholic growing up, um, but they never really forced what they learned on me. So they would be like, okay, well, 
if I had a question, they'd be like, oh, here's the answer. But they'd, they'd end it with an open-minded question being like, but what do you think about this? Like kind of giving me the ball in my court to make the own de- my own decision. Um, but yeah, like basically that's it. Um, so yeah, I haven't always been Christian. Um, I have definitely before coming to God three years ago, I was not the most un like, you know, whatever you want to say, like I wasn't a terrorist or something like, (laughs) um, but, (laughs) but like, I wasn't like, I wasn't like a, you know the timid girl and like you know I used to party I used to have boyfriends and I used to hang out with lots of people and do lots of things that you probably shouldn't do um and yeah I like didn't know any better and so and I like enjoyed that time in my life for sure but now that I know better I don't (laughs) But, yeah, basically I haven't always been this way. And that's something that I really want to emphasise actually about the faith because I think a lot of people go, meet me now, be like, oh, like I'm Christian. And they're like, oh, um, they either think they have to act a certain way around me or they think that I'm judging them or they think that um, I'm like an uptight person, which – I definitely am not. Um, so, like, I remember distinctly one time I met my partner's friends and um, one of them, like, they've had the baby now, but they were pregnant and they weren't married. And so she's like, oh, well, like, you probably think of me like this. And I'm like, no, like, no. And that's, like, one thing I want to, like, touch on is that I actually wrote this down because I don't want to get this wrong, but... Jesus chose a murderer, a tax collector, a terrorist, a prostitute, and a bunch of fishermen who couldn't keep their mouths shut to take the disciples to the end of the, like, to take the gospel to the end of the earth. Do you really think that I'm going to judge you when he doesn't judge you? Like, do you really think that God can't do something amazing in you if he did something amazing in all those people? Like... That's just, yeah, that's just something that I want to say, like, because I, like, Jesus loves everyone. And I think that that's, like, a big misconception that a lot of people um, get told is that, like, oh, you've done this, so God doesn't love you. No, like, everything that you do, no matter what you do, like, no, in inverted commas, sin is, like, not covered, like, you know, under under what he's done in my mind like that's true and that's just how it is like and even for me I do things like no one's perfect no one like even my pastors at my church even the highest priest in the world he is not perfect like and he is not sinless like he still sins and so I think that like people just think that like we live this perfect life and everything's easy for us and it's it's not. I would say that the road is more narrow being a Christian. Mm. You just have someone guiding you with a light or holding your hand, as you can say. Wow. But, yeah. Wow, that was so beautiful. And I think what a wonderful 
in a sense, what a wonderful role model he is in terms of just loving everyone no matter what. I think if we're to take mm -hmm. anything away from this, it's that. Just love everyone for where they're at, no matter what they're doing. Yeah. No matter what wrong or right they're doing, just love them no matter what. That's so powerful. Yeah. Mm. And that's literally all I live by. Like, just loving on people no matter what. Yeah. That's, like, something that I really encourage everyone to do. And, yeah, I've never always been that way. Um, yeah. I got saved the first night I came to church. Um yeah, and he really met me there. Um, but you don't have to be a Christian to love on people. Like, you don't have to have a religion to love on people. And don't think that, yeah, like, I don't judge anyone. And I never have, actually. I've never been a person to judge others. Um, I, yeah, like, just love on people. Like, we need more love in the world. There's too much hate. Mm. And, like, there's way too much hate and I think that be the light, be the lighthouse in the storm. Like just be the lighthouse in the storm because people will follow the lighthouse and you never know when the right people will come into your life. Um, and yeah, when you want something and when you like are going into a new season, God will bring new people. Um, and that really like is the same with everything that you do. Like, um, especially like, for example, in business, like when you bring more people into your business or like get more customers or get more clients or whatever it is, you're meeting new people. And so you're going into a new season a bit like growingly. Um, so it's like exactly that. And so just love on people and give people grace because no one's perfect. Um, and you never know that that could change someone's life that day. That's something that they need. Yeah. Mm, that's so true I feel like that's a really good segue too I want to ask you about the Lionhearted can you tell us yeah. about what this actually is yeah so basically it's like an online community um, where it's like daily inspiration um, for people um, it's like specifically catered to more women but it's not it's it's not at the same time. Like if you look at the posts and what they say, it's not really women catered. Um, but like the aesthetic of it is like a little bit more womenly. But um, yeah, basically I started it because I wanted to meet some more people outside of my current network. Um, and so I am in the process of planning some in-person stuff. But um, even for you people that are in the UK, um, it's like on – Instagram basically I am working on a website at the moment with it um, where I want to be starting a blog um, with it deep diving into um, some topics um, that are really on my heart to discuss um, some that we've discussed here but um, there's others as well like I don't think that there's enough talked about as Christians um, in the world like for example like I don't know, like literally anything um, that's like worldly to talk that you do, like even couples, like I think that like intimacy with your partner is like people can very easily be like, oh, ashamed about um, talking about. And I don't think that that's the case. I think like money, that sort of thing as well needs to be talked about more um, and needs to be an open conversation. And so 
Um, for me, it's literally just trying to encourage people and women um, to be their best selves and be lion-hearted people. So um, really go after what they are wanting out of mm. life and really go, yeah, that's kind mm. of the plan, like to do, do that and go for it and mm. help other people with everything that they want in life um, mm. because, yeah, you are capable of doing anything that you set your mind to. And if I can help you with that, um, then I want to. Yeah. Wow, that's huge. Okay, this kind of leads really well to my last question. Our segues have been on point, can I just say. We're smashing yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> so, I mean, I feel like everything that drives right now, I mean, your faith, of course, but inspiring other people, motivating them, helping them own themselves, I think is something that I always really take away from you because you are just so wonderfully unapologetically who you are and just seeing people like that is so inspiring to others um but yeah like you said you have so many plans to help other people what is it that that motivates you and drives you what is your main kind of thing and change that you're wanting to see in the world in the people that you come into contact with i so it sounds really cliche but i literally am i just want to be the hands and feet of jesus like, I just want to show love on every individual person at any point of where they're at and um, give them grace and love and help them move forward in the next direction. And that's exactly what Jesus did. He literally came into contact with people who were ill and that he could contract their disease and, laid, like, give, gave them love. And that's literally all I want to do. And that's what fuels me um, to just help people get out of whatever situation that they're in or um yeah in multiple ways just like that's basically what drives me is just helping other people do the same thing as well if they want to um but I think that just being that light and just knowing that I'm that like lighthouse mm. I've actually been described as a firework in the sky um by um, someone in, in my church. Um, he was actually a guest pastor, but he like laid hands on me and he said that. Um, so be the firework, like, and that's mm -hmm. what I drive to be is the firework in the darkness. And I think that more people will be drawn to that and more people will be fireworks too. Um, in the, in the um, TV show, the, the Chosen series, they, it's about fish and they're all swimming one direction right and it's basically as they get saved they flip the other direction and go against the current right <gasps> i think that that's the same thing about people being loving towards other people mm. and you don't have to be christian to be loving towards other people and be loving towards everyone um so i it's hard to do but you're basically going against the current and so um that's what drives me literally wow. yeah uh, there's a podcast that I know you and I both listen to called um, Jessie Lee. And she always yes. says at the end of her podcasts or at the end of any trainings that, um, you know, some people, there's so many people in the world that hate other people for absolutely no reason. But she chooses to love people for no reason instead. And I think that's literally mm -hmm. exactly what you said in a nutshell. It is so easy to hate others, but it's just as easy to love others. So it's just making mm -hmm. that choice and maybe swinging against the current because it's not the norm. But who wants to be normal, mm. anyone? Anyway, let's be honest. Being different, loving others. It's so much more fun. Yeah, 100%.
And, like, even just that one person's day that you bring light to makes all the other things that you've experienced that day hard. Um, And, yeah, like, make it hard. Like, that makes it worth it. Um, And helping one other person makes it, like, one person and impacting their life. And that could change their life forever. And so that's more important than all the struggle that I've had that day. Um, yeah. Wow. I think that that's like something that you need to do. Yeah. (laughs) Well, everyone needs to do like, you know, not specifically you, but like, (laughs) but like, I think everyone could like love people more. Like, even though I still love on people, I could still do it more and better. And like, I'm still growing every day. Like I'm only 21 for goodness sake. Like, (laughs) so we could, we're all learning. You know what, that was something I was thinking as we were speaking before, like the life experience and the journey, the growth you've been through, like, I genuinely forget that you're only 21. That is absolutely (laughs) crazy. I cannot wait to see what happens in the next 21 years. My goodness. 21 years. Oh. Oh, I don't even know where I'm... Yeah, five years, five years, I'm like, yeah, I kind of know where I'm going. Like, I have a vision <laughs> where, like, maybe 10 years, but, like, 21, I'm like, oh, that's, that's a, a lot. <laughs> yeah, that's a bit far. Okay, let's talk five years. No, I love that. Actually, let's let's end with, oh, Gem says it's also your confidence. Yeah, Han, your confidence literally just blows me away. Um, so let's end yeah. on the final question, actually. Five years from now, what yeah. would you like your life to look like? What kind of impact do you see yourself having? Just describe that for me. Give us a bit of vision. Yeah. Um, so what's really on my heart behind, um, yeah, like obviously my drive for people, but um, what's on my heart is the reason why I want to grow um, like more of a community and stuff is to like spread an impact on people, but also to share more about, Jesus, um, and just be a light to people um, and help them with what any, in any way that I possibly can. So um, I really want to be in a financial position where I can be helping people um, more. I want to be able to um, give more to people, give more like time, be able to um, impact people. I really see myself coaching people more in the next five years um, and being an actual coach. Um, In the next five years, I see myself having completely my own businesses and working for myself. By that time, I'll have finished uni. um, So I have some business goals after uni. Um, We're starting a business there. Um, So I eventually kind of – I have like four businesses in mind. Um, Two I'm currently doing. So – yeah, that's basically the goal is working towards those. And um, the vision for five years is I don't actually know where it is, like what it is yet, obviously. Um, but I have like an idea of where I'm going. So it's kind of like the, that with the business stuff, but like the whole point around it all is to be serving and helping people who are less fortunate um, to get help or to get um, whatever it is that they're looking for um, and just, yeah, give people love um, and help people with their personal journeys. Um, so that's like the whole point of like the Lionhearted is to help people with their personal journey um, and move them forward. And so, yeah, I think that, yeah, that's like something that's really on my heart. And um, if I can help p- 
people in any way. If I can help anyone who's watching this in any way, reach out to me on underscore the lionhearted <laughs> and I will happily um, talk to you um, and like get to know your story and kind of give you guidance on where you should go next. Um, that's something I'm very blessed with um, by God um, actually is um, being able to talk to people and saying what he wants to say or what's like what people need to hear at that time. Um, so yeah, I think that giving that to people more and not holding it to myself is like something that I like doing. Yeah. Amazing. Tara, thank, you. thank yeah. you so, so much for taking the time and spreading your love and spreading your, your thank faith you. grace. It's just such an inspiration talking to you every single time. Thank you for taking the time, my love. Uh, thank you. Thank you. Well. And have a wonderful rest of your evening down in Oz. Mm. You too. Have a good day in the thank UK. You. Hey, thank you. <laughs> Love you. Bye, everyone. Bye.